All right, folks, welcome to Jet Cetera, the Winnipeg Free Press podcast about the Jets, other sports, and etc. I'm your host, sports editor Steve Lyons. I had a hard time getting my name uh, there, Mike. And I'm joined by, uh, as usual, by sports columnist Mike McIntyre. Having a little trouble with my mic this morning. Mike just finished. That's a, a lot of mics. It, it is a four-day-long weekend. <laughs> Still, I'm back to work here 15 minutes, and I'm doing a podcast with you. Um, right into the fire. <laughs> not a bad way to come back to work, sure. though. I planned it that way. Um, it's episode 63. It's the Chris Walby episode. Yeah. And today we'll be talking about the Jets' struggles, their continued struggles. They still haven't won since the last time we did one of these. How many podcasts I have think we done we, I was just since gonna, the Jets' last one? I think we're on one? three podcasts now Yikes. since the Jets won a hockey game. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, okay, so they've lost seven in a row, and they play the Calgary Flames tonight in Calgary. It's Wednesday, May the 4th. Is that what May it is? May the 5th. Today? May the 5th. Okay. The Revenge of the 5th. All right. What else will we talk about today? Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, whether it matters, whether they play the Leafs or the Oilers in the playoffs. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Blue Jays. Hot dogs, since we're talking about yes. baseball. And uh, long weekend activities. I have four May long weekends planned, Mike. I'll tell you all about that in our overtime period. Or all May. in the month of May or just throughout the summer? No, all of them in May. Wow. I know, eh? You turn May into an actual, like, the exactly. month is a long weekend. That's great. Exactly, That's yeah. Shrewd yeah. planning. Yeah, there's one real one, and then I've yeah. planned three other three ones with vacation okay. days. Yeah, yeah. so that's pretty good. Anyways, on to the first period. <laughs> I wonder if people get tired of that, probably. I don't Does think anybody so. listen to this? Uh, people do listen, and <laughs> do uh, I haven't gotten any uh, complaints about the bzzz. So maybe it's a it's a. How thing. do we know if anybody's listening? <laughs> I think they have ways of charting these things. Do they? We should check. Yeah. Do we I should. really want? Maybe to we know? don't want to know. We get emails once in a while from my people. mom. Listens. Hi mom. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, by the way. Uh, uh, yeah, that's coming up this weekend, right? Um, okay, so the Jets are in a serious free fall, Mike. They have lost seven games in a row. Um, the most recent loss was Monday night to the Ottawa Senators, where they. Scored in the third period to tie the game. Scored in the third, right? Yeah. And then lost the game in the final couple of minutes on a odd goal by uh, Nikita Zaitsev, I think that's yeah, who scored, right? Yeah, a guy with about six career goals to his name. Real sniper. He's, a, eh, he's not a bad player, he's, though. Anyways, um, so now, of course, um, Paul Maurice's job is being in jeopardy. Is it in jeopardy? We're not sure whether it's in jeopardy. Should it be in jeopardy? Um, you wrote a column for us today. Uh, a lot of feedback on that. Did One you? Of, oh, yeah. And what's the consensus, Mike? Well, there's a lot of people, tons, in fact, saying about time somebody wrote that column was a very popular sentiment. There's a lot of people that have wanted Paul Maurice fired, not just this year. They wanted Paul Maurice gone uh, after the St. Louis series, when the Jets made the Western Final, the next season, of course, they start off gangbusters, and then they collapse down the stretch there in 2019 uh, or 2018-19, and of course that quick elimination in the first round. A lot of people wanted Maurice gone then, and as we know, Steve, he wasn't gone, and in fact, he got an extension the following season, which is last season, which as you like to point out was 14 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so he did get an extension. I believe, now the True North won't confirm this, I believe Paul Maurice has two more years left. Two more years after this After year? this one. All right. Um, it would not be like True North to want to pay 
somebody to not work for them for two more years. Well, it's not like anybody really. No, but true nor. I mean, if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, and you're printing money, like I don't yeah, think I guess, he, yeah. Toronto's paying like four coaches. I, I think, think they right are. Now. I think they're certainly still paying Mike Babcock. Right, and they're anyways. paying a bunch. Are of they still pl- paying Paul Maurice? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Zing. They're paying a bunch of players that they bought out. I mean, they're paying everybody. Yeah, sure. They pay their minor leaguers like top dollars. Uh, but if you're the Jets and you've had zero income coming in this year because there's been no fans, I don't know that you want to be on the hook. Uh, and a lot of people seem to think, well, they should fire Paul Maurice and bring in a big name like Gerard Gallant. Well, Gerard Gallant's not coming here for a low-end deal. Like, if you want to bring in a heavy hitter, you're going to be paying heavy hitter dollars. I, I'm not a big fan of Gerard Gallant, by the way. Just, just I just want to throw that out there. I mean, he's, he hasn't done anything either. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's got a name, but... Yeah, I, I mean, he led an expansion team to the cup final. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, you know, a bunch of... Of afterthoughts, and he's been fired a few times. He has. There's a reason. (laughs) So I mean, Paul Maurice is the losingest coach in NHL history. Okay, so what what, what's the deal on Maurice? Well, here's is he all of a sudden a bad coach? No, and and so he isn't. But I think you pointed this out in your playbook the other day, Steve, which was really well done, and I kind of expanded on it a bit today, going back even to the game the other night. He's just done a lot of things lately that make me wonder. Do we need? Do, do, does the team need a fresh voice? He's it, insistent. He is. He's stubborn, and we're going to talk hot dogs later insistent. because he brought the hot dog analogy up this week when he was asked, "Are you too stubborn for your own good?" Right. He claims the only thing he's stubborn about is hot dogs. All right, which we'll talk about later. Okay, uh, but that's not true. He's extremely stubborn. I mean, I look back to the beginning of the year when Blake Wheeler was clearly not himself he was not healthy and Paul Maurice kept rolling him in big roles big minutes to the detriment of the team Wheeler was terrible the Jets were were scuffling along I mean just reuniting Wheeler Shifley Connor uh not doing what he said he'd do and having a defense rotation you know Ville Hainala played one game they won that game in Toronto and then he hasn't okay, been seen okay, but, since. Okay, let's not go over all of those yeah. things again, Mike. Do, is, did he all of a sudden become a bad coach, though? Like, is like, is is Palmeris, uh, you know, like, so I've always thought about Palmeris and, and some people, some knowledgeable hockey people, which I'm not one of. <laughs> I mean, I'm a journalist who watches hockey right. or whatever, but some uh, hockey people have told me uh, about Palmeris is that he's a really, really, really good teaching coach. And eventually he would not be the guy that got them over the, the hump, hump. Um, to to win a championship. Now, this whole idea of winning a championship to me is kind of like m- almost mythical anyways because the reality is is that no Canadian hockey team has won a cup since 1993. Three. And to, to fire Paul Maurice because the Jets aren't going to win a cup, there's a lot of other coaches. Well, that you'd fire 30 coaches a year. Well, exactly. So... Um, so I'm not sure. Like, has he lost the team? Is he? Is he? Does he not know what he's doing? Is he? Are some of the other coaches that are coming on these days have more modern uh, techniques right. for coaching? Like, is it? Is he just not suitable for this team now? Like, so to me, you don't fire him now, and I, and I don't think Kevin shoveled it. He's not going to pull a Lou Lamorello. Nah, I don't think there's any point in that. No, right? you don't fire him now. I mean, some people would think and they look at what Lamorello did all those years ago where he fired Claude Julian, although the Devils didn't win the Cup that year. And he fired Claude Julian with three games left in the season. They were the number two team in the Eastern That's Conference. That's a Claude Julian thing. <laughs> I guess. Claude Julian's been fired a million times yeah. as well. Uh, but they're not going to fire him now. I mean, they could lose. If they so. lose tonight, that's eight in a row. They're still not going to fire him tomorrow. 
And I suspect even if they lose the remaining four in the regular season, I still don't think they fire them before the playoffs. And the Jets are going to make the playoffs. They need, they either need one win or one Calgary loss, and they can accomplish that tonight. They could clinch a playoff spot with a win. And they play Ottawa again, and they play Vancouver twice next week. They're going to get a win, uh, I suspect, or Calgary's going to lose one game. So they're in the playoffs. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But where I think the evaluation will have to come is after this season. I mean. Paul Maurice is in his eighth year, Steve. Only one coach in the league has been at the helm longer, and that's the guy that just won the cup last year with Tampa. And even he, if you'll recall, a year before they won the cup, there were questions about whether John Cooper's time was up. They stuck with him, and it paid off. Um, but there's a reason coaches, they all have a shelf life, right? Even you know, the best the, coaches. Barry Trotz coached a long time in Nashville. And I think I, I like the, I, I tend to think of the, this situation similar to that. And, and so, and then they ultimately got rid of him and he went. And to, they've done nothing. No. And then he went to Washington, right? And he won a Stanley, Stanley cup, cup with them, right? And now he's and, and doing really well Nashville, with an Islander team. And Nashville has really done nothing. So you're, you're right. No. Since they got rid of him. And so, um, it's it's a really it's a tough question here with Maurice. The grass you know, like, isn't always greener on the other side not, for sure. Yeah. You better have the right. Per, if you're just making change for the sake of making change, then that's not a good strategy. My take on the Jets in general is that, given the market that they're in, the difficulty it is to attract players here, and you cannot you can't sugarcoat that. People, it's right. easy to say Kevin Sheveldayoff should have went out and got traded for some bunch of guys. They don't want to come here. So with all of the conditions of having a franchise in Winnipeg, et cetera, et cetera, um, you know, they've done pretty well. Um, and they've had some – they were playing really, really well just two weeks ago. Right. They finished that road trip in Toronto where they beat the Leafs, right? That's yep. how they ended it. You know, they won 4-1 and they looked really, really good. Um, they really missed Nikolai Ehlers. Um uh, yeah, it's just it's 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 so hard to read. This is a really tough one. For it sure. is, and yeah. not all seven of these losses have been the same. I think there's been some better things the last few games. Although I'm concerned about we're in the first period of our podcast, the first period in Ottawa the other night, Steve. You've lost six in a row. You're playing an Ottawa team that's long eliminated from the playoffs. You should be coming out guns a blazing. They limped out of the starting gate. They had six shots the whole period. They did not look like a team that either is motivated or has any confidence. And and so, I mean, ultimately, the buck usually does stop with the coach. You can't fire the whole team. Uh, I think Paul Maurice's status is safe for now, but it certainly is going to be reviewed in the offseason, especially if the Jets make a hasty exit from the postseason. <laughs> Hi, folks. Welcome back to the second period of our Jet Cetera podcast. Mike, you mentioned in the first period there that uh, the Jets are uh, very likely going to make the playoffs. They need either one win or a Calgary loss to uh, clinch a spot, and that could happen tonight. But the chances of them losing out and Calgary winning out is slim and none. And slim left town. Just left town, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, t- the, the proverbial two birds, one stone scenario tonight, right? The Jets could get their win, and they could also give Calgary the loss. The NHL continues to send out these emails every time a team clinches the playoffs. I've never seen this before. Um, uh, I, so I guess potentially we'll get one of those in the morning. Um, I think so, actually every play, every ma- remaining playoff spot could be sealed up by tonight, all 16 spots. Oh, I right? believe 12 of the 16 are spoken for, and d- if things fall the way they could tonight, you could have every playoff spot locked up. All right, so the Jets are going to be in the playoffs. They're going to play 
either the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Edmonton Oilers. Um, do they fare better against one of those two teams uh, as opposed to the other? I mean, they, they had some early success against both Toronto and Edmonton this year. I think they won two out of the first three against Edmonton and two out of the first three against Toronto. And then the wheels have come off lately. And, of course, Edmonton absolutely dominated them, including a, a shellacking uh, at Bell MTS Place. And Connor McDavid has run wild against the Jets, although he's run wild really against everybody this season. Uh, and they haven't fared any better against Toronto. So I, I, I don't know. Pick your poison, Steve. Do you want to play? Do you want to play the team with the the best player in the game and Connor McDavid and the runaway heart winner, or do you want to play the guy and he, who's going to have a hundred points in a fifty six game season, which is incredible, or do you want to play the guy that's going to have forty plus goals in a fifty six game season in Austin Matthews, which is incredible. Um, I don't know. I mean, to me. Uh, whether the Jets finish third or fourth, and that seems they're not finishing first or second, so it's going to be between them. I and want Montre them to finish third, just so you're not right about your. I did early, pick them fourth. You picked them right. fourth. I picked them second. They were in second for the longest period of time. I was definitely excited about having bragging rights over you. <laughs> this is the only thing I was. I was getting my car serviced yesterday, and the guys there wanted to know what was going on with the Jets, and they were like. Uh, and I was like, you know, the only thing I care about is the fact that they're ruining my prediction. Right. Well, and who did you have first and second? Well, I had Montreal as first. So if if the Jets finish fourth, there's a good chance that I, I nailed one, two, and four. Because wow, way to go. I had Toronto, Edmonton, yeah. Winnipeg. We won't say who I had in third. Vancouver you had there, I did right? have Vancouver yeah. in third. So swing and a miss on that one. Well, I'll blame might. COVID. Yeah, for sure. There you go. Uh, and Elias Pettersson getting hurt. But Let's blame COVID for everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I did a poll. I, I like to do these polls sometimes because I, I can relay them here on the podcast, Steve. They're Seven, on Twitter, though. Eh? Like you it is. Yeah, okay, 783 yeah. people have voted. So that's a good number. Sure. And this wasn't, what do you want to happen? This 783 is, Twitter people. Tweet. Twips. Twits. Twits. <laughs> Uh, I said, <laughs> sorry, folks. The, the Winnipeg Jets will, and then I gave three scenarios: play Toronto in round one, play Edmonton in round one, miss the playoffs. Now, oh. again, to miss the playoffs, the Jets would have to lose twelve yes. in a row, right. and Calgary would have to win every remaining game. However, seventeen percent of people—I can't do the math off the top of my head. What's seventeen percent of seven hundred thirty-three? Quite a bit. Say they're going to miss the playoffs. Uh, why, There's a lot of doomsayers out yeah, there. Yeah, that's so. Again, it's it's Twitter. So what, right. So sixty-seven percent, two-thirds say I they're going to play tell Toronto. Me who they had a better chance against? Oh no, this was just what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, so two-thirds say they're going to play Toronto. And again, does that mean they think the Jets are finishing fourth? I presume mo because Edmonton could also finish first. The Jets could finish third, but still play Toronto if Edmonton. Mike, back to the question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm dodging the question, man. I'm trying to. <laughs> trying to figure out who would be i think they're losing to either team in a yeah, seven game about, series I, do you so I, I i think that they've played well against both of those teams this year and i think that i'm going to stick to this is that the one thing that the jets continue to have that both of those teams don't have is connor hellebuck right okay so i think they have a chance against any team they play in a seven game series yeah and 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 they've they've dominated Toronto at times this year. Yeah, like dominated. They Who's have not, Toronto's starting goalie? No idea. Like, is it is Jack is it, Campbell? I guess. Or, but Freddie Anderson's apparently on his way back. I is cannot he gonna, imagine that they would start. Yeah, yeah. Like so. 
Mike Smith led in a goal the other day. They they beat Vancouver, but he led in a goal in the first 30 seconds of the first period. Uh, I forget who it was. One of the Vancouver writers said, good to see Mike Smith is back because it was a terrible goal oh, yeah. that he's prone to letting in. Now he didn't let, I think they he shut the door the rest of the way. Yeah, so I, I, you know, both of those teams right from the beginning of the season have had questionable goaltending. And so in a, in a playoff series, you know, we'll see what happens, right? Do you know what I mean? The, now this is where going back to what we talked about in 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 the first period, where the coaching to me becomes very important. Can Paul Maurice and his staff? It's not just him. Can they break down the film of the nine or ten times they've played Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews, and figure out how to stop the things that well, lately they, they, they haven't been able they to ha- stop? They had a game against Edmonton. It's hard to keep track. Because they play them so much, 14, right. 14 times ago when they played yeah. Edmonton, but recently, and it was a really, really tight checking game. The last game, that, last week, they lost three uh, one. No, no, no. Oh. I think it was it was before Adam Lowry got hurt. Gotcha. So it was in the game where it ended up three one, I think, and so it did end up at three one. But so for the entire game, Maurice was matching Lowry against the Lowry line against the against Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl, and basically held them like they they, yeah. they held them to a standstill. And we're kind of waiting to see what happened. And then the then the Oilers got a power play goal. And then then Maurice switched it up a little bit to see what would happen. And he put Shifley, Connor, and somebody else on the on that against, hasn't worked. I think there was Ehlers at the time. Yeah. And then and then and then they got another goal on a terrible defensive play by Kyle Connor, um, one of seventeen thousand <laughs> this year. But uh, anywho, and then so but they they matched up really really well that game and then I think that that's the kind of game you're probably going to get Lowry's back yeah and so you put Lowry Cop and whomever Appleton I guess is he ever going to score again um, and, I don't think uh, I told I, I'm bugging Jay Bell yeah he Jay, scored, Jay did a article. really nice feature on Mason Appleton and I told Jay that he put a curse on him because I he, guess so omnipotent Jay so um, I think that they match up yeah. well and then and then and then there's been times where they've played the Leafs where the Leafs have done. Looked terrible. Yeah, Leafs have never. The Leafs have caught the Jets at some times where they had a schedule situation coming back home. So a lot of the, the, it seems like more of the time, and I don't mean to make excuses here or whatever. They have not played well a couple of times against those teams. Connor McDavid has been good. He's he's a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, Might be the greatest player of all time. But there has been some situations. The schedule has played a big part of who beats who and when. Yeah, I don't know that we can put season. a whole lot into the the season results for sure. It's no. a clean slate. Yeah. Uh everybody that you'll start at 0 and 0 and yep. if the first one to 4 will win the series. So for sure, I mean if look, if the Jets I like Connor Hellebuck. If Connor Hellebuck can revert to the form we saw earlier in the year and certainly the Vezina form, if Nikolai Ehlers can get healthy and get back as we're told that he will, um, and Adam Lowry, for sure, who is only back for the last game. So, you know, once he gets settled... He looked darn good in that game, by the way. He was. He was a wrecking ball out there, hitting everything. So, yeah, I mean, they, they have a puncher's chance for sure. Um, and I don't know if you're the Jets that you have a preference, Toronto-Ottawa, or Toronto-Edmonton. I guess you don't want to play Ottawa. They just beat you the other night. Uh, I don't know. I'll say Toronto. Play Toronto. Yeah, they've only got two wins in nine games against Edmonton. I think they've they've had more competitive games against Toronto. Yeah, Toronto's also got the so they should the they're... crushing expectations, which you always Toronto 
wilts under the spotlight they have for many years now right uh 50 something years, yeah I think. so i mean <laughs> maybe you roll the dice and you hope that that uh <laughs> nick felino got hurt by the uh, by the way the other game of course and he he's out of the lineup he's out playing tonight and if like they're already missing zach hyman so yeah i mean we'll see what happens and i would go with toronto too yeah all right and maybe i you know I, i'm sorry but it, it, the leafs leafs fans are insufferable and um so <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, to the 17% of you, 783 people that say the Jets are going to miss the playoffs, like, folks, get outside, get some sunshine, <laughs> take a deep breath. The world isn't ending. All right, folks, we're back for the third period of our Jet Cetric podcast. Mike, you watching any Toronto Blue Jays these days? I am, and I, I, I really like when they go out west because uh, I'm I'm a Nighthawk, as you know, Steve. So I love these, like, 9 o'clock starts like the other night i'm in bed by then yeah monday night covered the jets game wrote my game story and then to wind down oh i'll put on the blue jay game of course they lost they did they they lost lost again they lost again last night so for somebody that would much prefer to watch them win last two (laughs) nights haven't been so great um and they got injury problems again like george springer's out he came back for a few games and Got us all excited. Looked really good in those games that he played. Yeah, Alejandro Kirk, who I like what he he's can hurt. do. He's hurt again, and Ryu um, is hurt. Yeah, exactly. And uh, although Nate Pearson is now, he had a great outing in AAA yesterday. Eight strikeouts, and like he could be up now because he was injured as well. He's their hundred mile an hour flamethrower. That's their big starting pitching protege. So I hope hope we see Nick uh, or Nate they're, Pearson. I, I got a, a news this morning that they're going to move to Buffalo for. They Jake are. First. I don't why. Why would you? Why would you want to leave Florida? I know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Can you put more fans in the stands or something. What's the re- rationale for well, that? Well, I think it is a bigger ballpark because they're playing in their spring training facility. In yeah, it's nice. But um, I don't know. I mean, so you're closer to Toronto. I guess you're closer to the teams in your division. Like maybe the travel's a little better. I guess so. Because yeah. you're, when you're playing Baltimore, New York, Boston, like a lot, I guess it's better to do that from Buffalo. Apparently, than- the wings are better. They are. They are. They're pretty wild in Buffalo. I hear the Buffalo is a a terrible city. I don't like Buffalo. Uh, well, at it's all. not exactly the need in for sure. I no. mean, I love that area there where the, the yeah. Blue Jays play in. I I I went and played some golf in that area at a place called Innisbrook. Actually, yeah. I do. I sort of have an answer. Um, in Florida, in summer, they get tons of pop up thunderstorms, like tons. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like like every day it's, and it would be hot yeah, it, it would be, be hot yeah. and stormy and right. i think like the tampa bay rays play in a dome and do the mar do the miami marlins i think they're no, also they're in out, it no they're are they outdoors yeah i think the only indoor place is tampa bay isn't it i don't know about that because yeah. i just i think the weather is potentially an issue come summer i i remember we went on a we went on a trip uh, I got a computer here. I can check, folks. If if the Miami Marlins play in a domed facility, Keep talking, yeah. Mike. we went uh, we went to Florida with our kids years ago for a week, and it was in August, and it stormed every single day, and it would storm multiple times a day, and then it would get sunny and hot, and then the storm would roll in, and then same, it would just it was a nonstop. And I remember talking to someone at our hotel, the guy at his golf clubs, and I was talking to him about golfing. And he said, yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass to try and golf around here this time of year because you're completely at the mercy of the weather. So maybe if you're the Jays, maybe you're worried about 
lots of potential right Miami Marlins play in Lone Depot Park. Nice name. Lone Depot. Um, no, it's it's open. It's an open ballpark. Oh. It's it's a newer it's a, it, they got they got a new stadium, didn't they? Isn't this a new stadium? Uh, it's a new home. Yeah, it's a brand. It's a brand okay. new stadium. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how many rainouts they have then. But yeah, I, I, I know. Obviously, the goal, Steve, is to uh, is to have the Blue Jays relocate to Toronto. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, given what's happening? And but yeah, they're going to go to Buffalo for June first. So it means they're going to have spent their first two months. Uh, down in Florida, and then who knows how long in Buffalo. So they could be a. Has a team ever had three different homes in one season? Probably not. Uh, but the Jays, I guess, could maybe make some history. You know, I was looking at the standings today, Steve. Like, have you looked at the MLB standings? Talk about parody. Yeah, they're weird. It, There's it's, nobody really no. like the best team in baseball is like 17 and 12, which right. isn't like the Jays are only a few games out of the bet. But there's also. I think other than De- Detroit, nobody's really terrible either. Like, I guess it's just early in the year and it's a long... That's typical at this time of the year, I think, unless there's a team running away. So spe- since we're on the top of baseball, and we did mention this early, baseball and hot dogs go together, Mike. Yes, they do. What was So Paul Maurice was saying that the <laughs> only thing he's stubborn about is hot dogs. And what does he like on his hot dog? So he said uh, definitely uh, mustard and no ketchup. There's our uh, weekly phone call. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's a he's he's anti ketchup, uh, pro mustard, uh, pro onion, and also pro pickle, which is a very underrated. Is is pick, pickles not a condiment? I guess it's a topping. I think mu- yeah. ketchup and mustard are condiments, but onions and pickles, we you can't call them condiments. Can no, you? not really. Like relish should be a, Re- like a oh, and relish should be nowhere near a relish should be nowhere near anything. Relish oh, is terrible. I'm sorry to hear you say that, Mike. So my yeah, my standard on a hot dog would be uh, mustard and relish. Yeah, for Ugh. sure. Yeah, that's no a, onions. That's classic. Oh, uh, for sure, onions. Raw would be good or too. fried? Either. Raw is better. Uh, I'll take fried, okay. but yeah, fried onions. Yeah, but uh, you don't like you don't like relish. What no. about pickles? You don't uh, like no, relish, I like period? pickles. I like any pick- kind of relish. I, you don't no, like any kind of relish. I do relish? not relish the thought of that oh, on any wow. food. So and I ha- no I- ketchup on hot dogs. No, I never have ketchup on a hot dog. Ketchup is for the fries beside the hot dog. Yes, agreed. Um, so or I vinegar a- or ketchup and vinegar is actually good on fries. Uh, I love vinegar. I like Malt vinegar. vinegar. Yeah, but not the, the not with the ketchup too. So I had a hot dog the other day. My plan was, so I went and got my jab last Tuesday, yeah. right? Was it yeah. last Tuesday? Yep, last Tuesday. And as I was, I was, as I was sitting there, people were talking about going out to eat afterwards, and I was hungry. It was I went at dinner time, like at six o'clock or whatever, and I was thinking, what would I like to have? Treat myself to something after the jab, right? I was thinking, I'm gonna have a hot dog. Yeah, I don't know why I thought this or whatever. <laughs> so, but I didn't. I ended up having a wrap from Ramallah Cafe. Anyways, that's by the way, folks. If you want to have a great uh, shawarma wrap, a Ramallah Cafe on Pemina Highway, but so. Yeah, and I was like, well, I, I couldn't think of what kind of hot dog I wanted. So then a couple of days later, I was two days later on a Thursday night, I stopped at Modula Grocery uh, in the Hargrave Street Market. And then I decided to go upstairs and have some dinner in the food court, which was dead. Man, that's one great thing about the yeah. pandemic is that I get the whole food court to myself. So <laughs> <laughs> it was. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Was everything open? Yeah. Well, okay. not everything, but a few things. Yeah. But anyway, so I had a hot dog at uh, Yard Burger. Here's what's on a yard dog. It's an all beef frank. Yeah. Bothwell cheddar cheese. Sauteed onions. Mm-hmm. Uh, pickle. Yard sauce, which was kind of like a like a almost like, like Thousand a, Island. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. 
and then it was on a bun. So it was it was it was okay. I didn't mind it. I toasted I, bun or it was a toasted bun. Toasted yeah. bun's yeah, good. It was yeah, pretty good. And had and then it had this really good coleslaw that went with it. Um, so it was it was tasty. Yeah. By the way, you uh, and we I texted you on the weekend because you took a long weekend and you is it Matola groceries? Is that what Matola groceries? Matola. Yeah. So you mentioned what you bought for your kind of outing on the weekend, oh, and you mentioned picnic, this yeah. salami, and I said yeah. how good, except it had fennel in it. Fennel. fennel yeah actually relish is high on my list of no-goes but fennel would be at the absolute top do you of not the like list. licorice or what i not like red licorice yeah but black licorice oh no chance you're very fussy i find i, I do have some <laughs> some very particular so i eat t- everything right do you know what I mean like anything like yeah. i do i'm not fussy i mean so we met my parents at skinner's on the weekend for ice cream and i had a you know i'm boycotting skinner's right what, what did they do to you? So they won't serve you on a bike. Oh, that's right. We did talk about that on a. We we showed up in a car. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that you went. Like you want solidarity? I do. Yeah, yeah. Support. I feel actually I feel betrayed. Mike. To be perfectly honest, we we went to Half Moon, and the lineup for Half Moon, which is drive-through only, was like oh, way down. Yeah, Henderson. that's what I meant. Oh, Half Moon? Oh, I don't know. I'm now I'm mixing them up now. Okay, the, we went to the Skinners where the old water park used oh, to be. Oh, no, I, we went to Half Moon. It's okay. Half Moon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, we up okay. the lineup. We didn't go to Half Moon. Okay, you're of, good. We, didn't, so we wanted to teach them a lesson. Yeah, ice cream. In, in honor of you. Sorry uh, about that, Skinners. Yeah, Skinners, you guys are still good. Um, Do they serve people on bikes? Can you check about that I next could time? check on that right, for thanks, sure. Yeah. We weren't on bikes. I don't want to bike all the way out there again. We actually walked up and, and stood in the parking lot. We were able to visit with my parents you socially up? distant. Well, we parked our car and then we walked up to the window and ordered. Oh, well, then if you could do that, they would serve people Pro- on bikes. Yeah, that's you right. couldn't do that at this other oh, place. Right. Whatever. Half Moon is, dry, is car through a, a speaker only and yeah. whereas no skinners What's, yeah skinners is way better only. there's a huge parking lot there's even some like picnic seating areas that you could go and it's like a patio so you could have the four people out there uh and all right for somebody like me what'd you have uh so i had a sugar-free maple ice cream but getting back to the fennel my dad loves black licorice ice cream and he he oh, ordered yeah. a black licorice hard ice cream and oh. i wanted to gag i just cannot <laughs> he's eating it not you no i know but <laughs> what's the what's the booze that's the black licorice is that well, uh, there's sambuca or there's ouzo ouzo yeah all of those are disgusting yeah <laughs> they, they're all absolutely i don't drink vile. anymore as you know but there was a time when i drank some sambuca or a lot and plenty of ouzo i oh. was yeah, plenty of ouzo, man. <laughs> Imagine eating something with fennel and then downing it with ouzo and then having a black licorice ice cream You don't cream really for notice dessert. fennel that much. And that, oh, like it's, it's not that overpowering. Yeah, no, it's it's bad. Fennel's bad. And uh, the other thing uh, that I have no appetite or tolerance for is caraway. Caraway seeds, they, uh, they deserve to die. All right, folks, we're back for the overtime period of our jet cetera podcast for those of you who are still with us thank you we appreciate you listening <laughs> hello <laughs> <laughs> Is this thing on? Uh, you mentioned that i uh bought some goodies at uh modula grocery uh last week to take on a picnic on the weekend mike i did take a may long weekend i'm going to space out my vacation days again this year and take four different May long weekends. And this weekend, uh, we did it. We went out biking to a couple different spots. But on Saturday, we went to the White Shell and parked at Philoma, uh, which is in between mm-hmm. um, 
uh, West, Hawk. West Hawk and Falcon. Um, Falcon. They got the marina there. Yep. And so parked there. And Spent then... much of my childhood there. Oh, yeah. Good. My aunt and uncle have a cottage out at Falcon. So we were out there oh, all summer. Nice. Yeah, we were always So then the we marina. rode from Philoma to West Hawk, hung around a little bit, came back, had a little picnic on the beach there, and then did Falcon and back. And so that's a good little trip. And so... Um, I once did a bike ride with my cousin who played pro hockey and played for the Bisons. Then he went over to Germany and played overseas. So he was very fit. When I was a kid and we were at, we, we bike, we rode our bikes from Falcon Lake to Kenora. Oh, wow. And back. That was a hell of a bike ride. On the highway? I guess so. On the highway, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. So the trails out there are, are fabulous. Awesome. A shout out here to the South Whiteshell Trails Association, which does a terrific job of not only a maintaining the trails uh, from Falcon to West Hawk to Caddy to Ingolf, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they're really well marked. Um, they're a real good challenge. There's lots of like, lots of climbing. Yeah. You know, you got to go up and down. It, it, it's a it's a real good trail system that they have out there. And then there's some mountain biking trails as well. Didn't use those. I'm just uh, uh, doing the gravel biking these days or whatever. So. Um, Gonna do a lot of that. Then went up to went up to Grand on Sunday just to do a little scouting out of. Uh, it was it was raining here on yeah. Sunday. It wasn't raining in Grand, cooler. but it was cold. Yeah. But did a little scouting out of future trips and found a trail that goes from all the way from Grand Beach to East Selkirk. It's part of the. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's part of the Trans Canada Trail. Didn't do the whole thing that day, but but it's a really fabulous trail as well. That look forward to. It's all the ice off the water. No. Is no, it still, still completely frozen? No, no, no. It was there was it's like icebergs. There was icebergs. Yeah, super cool. Like, wow. I love going to see uh, Lake Winnipeg in May. Yeah, I've always really enjoyed that. Uh, that it's such a, a juxtaposition, right? You know, you got the sand and you got right. the the trees, and then you got the some water, and then you got these yeah icebergs or whatever, right? You know, it's 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 super cool. And I imagine though they only last for a few days, and then they're probably almost gone in the blink of an eye, right? Uh, like I don't, it depends, I guess, how war, no, how quick I've, the heat I've been up out is. As, I've been out to Lake Winnipeg as late as May long weekend, and there's still and ice. Still, wow. Yeah, there's still ice. So I don't know. I guess it'll depend on the temperatures. It's not as like it's not like it's balmy uh, around here these days. So that ice might linger for a while. Yeah. So that was long weekend number one. You've got long weekend number two coming up. This one, then I think, is the following weekend the actual long weekend? Yes. And then. Uh, and then uh, late in the month, I plan to go to Riding Mountain for, uh, nice. but we'll see how the, the travel restrictions are. I don't, I don't, um, we'll see. Um, My son had to uh, do a delivery for uh, his girlfriend's dad the other day, and he had to drive out to Lactabani area, Milner Ridge, to drop off some stuff for his company. Saw three bears on the drive out there. I guess oh. it's bear season. I guess they come, I don't know much about bears. They're coming out of hibernation yeah, now. Yeah, well, everything's, you know what? We found a spot. In between, in between Grand Marais and um, a place called Sunset Beach along Lake Winnipeg, it's, it, it, there's a bike trail that goes along right along the water. But then tucked into there, there all of a sudden it was this loud noise, these noises of A, frogs, and B, of ducklings. Oh. Oh my God! Like so, like obvious. It's this little competing with each marshy other area yeah. where obvious, like all these little ducklings, and you couldn't see them. Like you could just get up and look into the reeds, right? But you couldn't really see them. But it was just an amazing. We were the only two people there. I was there with my girlfriend, and 
And it was just like, oh my God, it was just an amazing little spot. So yeah, there's there's plenty. It's spring, man. Spring is spring. Yeah, yeah that's being at nature's one happening in spring, is. Mike. That's what happens. I you remember uh, the birds and the bees thing, right? <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I got my first ever bee sting happened out at Falcon Lake uh, in a, on a trail. I remember we we went blueberry picking. Uh, or not blueberry, whatever the the berries that grow. Yeah, in the trees wild out blueberries there. Wild, grow yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Wild yeah by caddy, there's like great blueberry picking. Yeah, there. and yeah. we stumbled across. It wasn't a bee, actually. It was a wasp, and stumbled across a wasp nest. And Wasps are like the devil incarnation of bees, right? They are for sure. Like crows, right? Yeah, crows. crows. crows <laughs> Although I like and crows, wasps. they're really smart. But uh, are they're they? All, yeah, they're like, they. What they're makes super them so smart? smart. I don't know. They have. They, they don't look so smart. I've read. <laughs> I've read about crows. They're they're apparently have really. Uh, intricate brains oh um so who knows i mean i don't know <laughs> are they using them? <laughs> maybe they're... i've got an intricate brain i don't use it a lot <laughs> uh so i hope to and it's also tick season so if you're out and about i guess check for do you check for ticks yeah when you're out? yeah i thought i had something crawling on me but i yeah yeah we have yeah, two yeah. dogs and they're both black so it's hard you to got spot any may with... plans or what well i'm going golfing tomorrow because i'm off oh. tomorrow so i hope to avoid the ticks and may... but maybe be golfing one... is not plans you're gonna, gonna leave the city or what uh no, I don't think so. No, no. Uh, I mean, the May you plans. You got your vacation plan to go to New York still. That's He's dreaming, exactly. Folks. Totally He's still dreaming. dreaming. I know my wife tells me that ain't happening. I'm, I'm still holding out hope. Uh, but yeah, I have six weeks of holidays to use. I haven't used a single day yet, and we're already in May. Uh, so when the Jets are eliminated from the playoffs, which could be by the end of May if, if it's quick, my plan is to, uh, to use at least a little bit of holiday time once right. the garbage bag in june done. like i guess in june it would be yeah i mean if uh, better book it there buddy yeah well but it's hard to book it when you don't know how far i mean the, the I jets guess, could yeah. be playing hockey till july I if they you. went on a magical run this is true but uh yeah i mean you can't really go i guess within the province and and so yeah we'll do some uh, my wife and i we want to drive out to riding mountain She's actually, believe it or not, she's from Thunder Bay originally. She's never been to Riding Mountain. Ever. I hadn't been there in 50 years I love until that last area. year. I love it out there. I really want to. I'm really planning yeah, to go back so this year. So we're going to do for sure maybe and go stay somewhere for a night or something. Yeah, it's hard. It's not much of a day trip. It's a little too far right. for a day trip. Although people do. They do drive out You could even the go stay in like Dauphin or something, right, if you wanted to. like. Oh, yeah. Just talk to the mayor sends me an invite constantly. The mayor of Dauphin? Oh, yeah. He reads my playbook. And so whenever I write about... <laughs> I wonder if he listens to the podcast. Maybe. So whenever I write about where I'm going to go in Manitoba, I get an email from the mayor inviting me to Dauphin. They got some amazing bike trails just south of Dauphin. I know the area and, you're yeah, talking about. Just yeah, just north of the park. Called, yeah. It's called Northgate Trails. Right. Amazing place, yeah. I, uh, in my previous life as a crime writer, I wrote lots of stories about a former mayor of yeah, Dauphin. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> not that mayor. This no. Is a different guy, yeah. No, not that mayor. Uh, well, it sounds like you've got a, uh, a full month and I mean, well, we'll see. I'm hoping, uh, that I, we'll... I'm kind of just winging it though. You know, it, yeah. it's, I think that's the thing with the pandemic and the restrictions and the lockdown is like, I haven't made any plans. I, I, so I do have this plan to go to Rainy Mountain and the site is booked and the, the travel trailer is booked and all of that is booked, but depending on the restrictions, right. um, I can't go, uh, with my girlfriend because we don't live in the same uh, res uh, residence. So the rule actually is that you can't go, you can't travel together. You could take separate cars though, I guess. Can't stay at the same there? campground oh, though. Geez. Yeah. 
Well, I think what is May twenty May twenty sixth, and we'll That's see where things yeah. go. And the good news on the vaccine front, anyway. Just so you know, folks, I adhere to all of the. Yeah, I know you're a good you're a good yeah. citizen. No we sense need, fighting them, man. We need a lot more folks uh, following the orders, like like it's you. Just, it's not worth the fight. It isn't. Uh, but now yeah, let's hope we get some warm up. We had a, a glimpse of it last Saturday. 21 degrees, uh, but yeah, it's sort of just hovering Okay, so around. we're going to do this next Wednesday. What happens with the Jets between this time and next Wednesday? So the Mike? Jets will have... Uh, play Calgary tonight. And they'll actually have played a bunch of games. They'll only have one game left in the season because they'll have played Vancouver next Monday and Tuesday. Okay. And Ottawa this coming Saturday. So All right. Uh, if, if the losing streak is at 11 games oh, wow. by the time, then we'll, uh, we'll see the Well, panic. we said last week, like, oh, imagine if it was at seven games. Yeah, the next well, time we did this. Well, imagine it if it's at 11. 11. I don't think that's a winning combination no, for the not, Jets. No, not at all. Uh-huh. All right, folks, we'll see you next week, or we'll talk to you next week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Take care.